Hi, Shanine. Hello, Brittany. We're back. Neither one of us had a phone. I know. We need we need to think of a like a Bailey Syrian type theme song. Shana, Shana, you know she's just not doing her theme song anymore. She's not. I haven't seen her last couple of videos. I haven't either. But in honor of Bailey Syrian, Shana, 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 Shana. This is the South Side of Wakanda, the best MCU podcast in the multiverse. I am Luke Cage. Period. That's the tweet. Period. That's the tweet. That's it. <laughs> I'm Luke Cage. <laughs> Yo. I'm <laughs> I'm Kill Gray's mom's scissors. If this is your first time joining us, we are two black queens who discuss the MCU movies, TV shows, uh, all live action stuff and new releases. Our podcast mainly focuses on the live action stuff. And right now we are watching Jessica Jones season one. This episode is going to be about episode six through nine. Mm -hmm. Um, After after a a little intro, we usually do the news. Um, I have two things that I want to talk about. The first okay. thing we have to talk about, the Thor Love and Thunder trailer, because we finally got yes. it. Yes. It's a minute and 30 seconds long, short and sweet. That's how I like my trailers. Just Yeah, and it didn't give anything away. Yeah, just tease me a little bit. I want to see people in their costumes. Other than that, like, let me just see it in the show. Right. But I liked it. The Guardians of the Galaxy look like they're like a good part of the movie, which mm-hmm. is exciting because Thor and the Guardians... They just, they just work together. They really do, and maybe it's just it's like um, Thor's sense of humor and like Quill's sense of humor and all that stuff. It's such a good addition. Yeah, I'm I'm so glad that they. It seems like they're gonna be a big part of the movie. Uh, we finally get to see Natalie Portman in her Thor costume for a couple seconds. Mm-hmm. Ooh, she yes. looked like a bad bitch. She did. She did. And she had the the broken Mjolnir, so I was like. Ooh, what, what's up with that? I'm I'm excited. Uh, right. And then like the narration through the the whole trailer is Thor. Just he basically seemed like he on an eat, pray, love journey in space. <laughs> and I'm excited. Like I really want to see him live, laugh, love, and right. <laughs> just have and a good just time. like have fun with the guardians. Yeah, it, and it was like crazy because I feel like in one of those scenes. They look like they were going towards battle, and he was just like, I'm going to go back this way. And I'm just like... And I love that, like, his little the little workout montage. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it was cute. So I'm excited for this movie. I love that, like, Thor's movies were so far from the preview, and I guess Ragnarok, too, is just like... Yeah, there's obviously danger. They're not going to have a Thor movie and not put him in danger, but mm-hmm. I feel like... No Way Home and Doctor Strange, super dark. Yeah. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah. So it's good to just be like, all right, we can breathe a little bit. Yeah. It's, it's like it's going to be fun. Uh, and then mm-hmm. the last thing I noticed was that new Asgard, because we see Tessa Thompson in like a suit and they're like in a conference mm-hmm. table. And I mm-hmm. felt bad because I'm like, wow, the Asgardians came to Earth and now they have to deal with earthly capitalism and bureaucracy. I'm so sorry, mm-hmm. y'all. 
I'm yeah. so sorry. I'm like, dang, Thor, you couldn't think of anywhere else. I know you love freaking Earth, but you ain't got to live there. He don't it's know good. nothing about it's Earth, easy. though. That's the exactly. thing. Exactly. <laughs> it's, it's easy to love Earth when you can just zip in and out when you, whenever you want to. Right. And go to Vegas and throw that's a party. That's like, I was, okay, so I was just about to say, that's like when people be like, oh, I'm coming to Vegas. And I'll be like, okay. Right. I live here. It's not fun for me. Yeah, it's, it's definitely not the same vibe. <laughs> it is not. Exactly. It is not a vacation for me. I don't want to go out because I don't want to. I work right. here. Right. <laughs> like, y'all having fun on the strip. We actually work on the strip. And we have to clean up after y'all right. bullshit and be your customer service people. So, now. Exactly. Exactly. Like, thanks for the... Uh, for the for the money, I don't have to pay state tax because of y'all. But oh, other yeah. than that, that's nice. <laughs> please leave. <laughs> Actually, don't even leave. Just don't invite me just out. Just don't don't right. <laughs> just come and just don't be, tell me anything about it. <laughs> be seen and not heard. <laughs> so yeah, that looks fun. But my last bit of news uh, is about Spider Man Across the Multiverse Part One. Okay. Okay. So they pushed it back again wonderful and a lot of people were pissed off uh originally it started production and stuff in like april 2020 and it was supposed to come out in uh april 2022 but then they pushed it back to october of this year and now it's not coming out until next year june did they give a reason no people are thinking that it's just about like production because they have like that really high quality art like animation so mm. they think that, you know, maybe it's not finished or whatever, but they didn't. Sony hasn't said anything. So right now it's going to come out next year, a month before that Madam Web movie is allegedly supposed to come out. When did you say it's coming out next year? J- June 2023. Oh, oh, okay. Did Have they already started rec- um, uh, filming? I don't think so. I haven't seen anything about that and I don't I don't really believe that that's actually going to happen and if it does, I don't think it's going to happen next year. I just don't Yeah, it. that that's what I was asking cuz I'm like I know it takes a while to record these movies and if it only if it hasn't started, it's almost summertime and if it hasn't already started recording and they want to release it in June, I don't think that that's a good indication of whether or not it'll be good Mm -hmm. just because it seems like we just started hearing about it yeah and it's like speculated casting yeah and now all of a sudden the movie's supposed to be released next year yeah um and then like morbius did so bad so Mm. if they are like i'm wondering if they gonna like try to still keep it connected or if they're like reworking that part i don't know i don't have no faith in it i'm not looking forward to that shit i am looking forward to seeing the spider-man into the multiverse because that it should actually be good yeah and the second part for that is supposed to come out in march 2024 so mm. you know whatever but that's enough about the news uh let's move over to our discussion topic before we start talking about jessica jones All right, so I thought of this question as I was falling asleep taking a nap yesterday, and it kind of made me chuckle, and I asked my boyfriend this question, and he's not as dark as us, so... (laughs) Okay. (laughs) So I'll tell you the question. Um, Okay, so I thought, 
if you were on a plane, on a roller coaster, or in like on a highway or whatever uh-huh. in traffic, and you got a premonition, like Final Destination style, uh-huh. would you, knowing that you would die, but if you tried to cheat death, you would die way worse later, would you still go through with it? Would I go through with trying to cheat death? No, would you, well, yeah, would you eat, would you cheat death or would you just like live your life and be like, I guess this is where I go? Um, I would, I would try to cheat death only because really? I would want to say bad to people. Mm. I would like, if I saw, if I had a premonition and I knew that I was going to die, if it gave me like a, another like day or so to just like make sure I say goodbye or like set up shit for my people, then I would do it. And I, I think that's only because I'm thinking about like, I got to make sure like I write a, a message to my kids. I got to tell Prince what's going on. I got to say bye to my mama. I got to make sure Prince know how to get into my bank accounts and shit. I got to say Girl, bye to you. Girl, you should be setting that stuff up now. <laughs> I'm just going to make sure like I'm telling her like, this is where everything is. I love you. Mm-hmm. Say my goodbyes and then, you know, get my head chopped off the next day. <laughs> interesting. That's very interesting because I would just be like, yo, if I have, have a premonition, I'm like, oh, I just get sucked out of an airplane. But I know that it's a possibility that I could accidentally hang myself in the shower. I would by myself at that. Like, I'd rather just die on the plane with a bunch of people. Mm. Yeah. I mean, I could, I could definitely see that because that shower scene from the first Final Destination. Girl, like literally all Ooh. of the, free, like they always died in a way worse death than they were supposed to. It was like they pissed death off and he was like, you got me working fucking overtime, bitch. You about to really get mm-hmm. it. And like one in the third movie, she fucking had a staple gun to her fucking face. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm not going out like yeah. that. One dude was, what, smashed by, like, a piece of falling glass. The best one probably was that girl who stepped off the curb and got hit by that bus that was going, like, 30 miles over the speed limit. Mm -hmm. Because that was probably, like, instantaneous. Granted, it probably was nothing left to put into a casket, but... (laughs) I feel like none of them had anything left to put. Like, none of their bodies were viewing ready. Like... No. Mm Mm-mm. And at least if I die in a car crash, I'm like, all right. This is it. I, I always be thinking like that morbid type shit. Like, I, like if I was in a crash and I was pinned, but I was like, I knew like I'm, I'm finna die, but I'm still alive right now. I just would hope that I would have my phone because I'm calling. I'm, I'm calling Prince. I'm mm-hmm. calling my mama. Like that's what I would be doing while the ambulance. I'm not calling that one. I'm calling. I'm calling my man. Like yeah. I'm sorry. I'm jacked up. Yeah. Same. Yeah. But no, my boyfriend said that he would rather, he would try and cheat death. And I was like. What was his reason? He said, he was like, I don't know. He just said that he just wouldn't want to like go out like that, basically. I feel like it's a very man thing to be like, I could cheat death. I could do it. (laughs) Exactly. That's exactly what it was. And I was just like, no. Right. (laughs) Did you see the movies? They made five of them. Exactly, no, and nobody. all of them say the same thing. Right. If, ass, if it's your time to go, it's your fucking time to go. <laughs> Men are funny. <laughs> <laughs> that 
that was fun. So yeah, that was my random question. All right. I'm glad I got to ask you on on live, live <laughs> in in color. All right. So Jessica Jones, uh, episode six through nine. Basically, in these couple episodes, we picked off where we left off. Hope is still in jail. We find out that she is pregnant by that rapist Kilgrave, but thankfully mm-hmm. they were able to get this abortion pill. Uh, Jessica, Trish, and Will are still trying and failing. Scooby doing that shit. Scooby doing the fuck out of Kilgrave, trying <laughs> to get him. I say that all the time. People, I'm sorry to cut you off, but <laughs> I was on Reddit this one time, and it was like, what's the cringiest like uh, Marvel jokes? And a lot of people said that way, but I thought that shit was so funny. I say it like once. Why is it cringy? I don't know, but I thought it was so funny. I was funny too. I say it all the time. I'm like, let me go Scooby Doo this shit. <laughs> well, they they scoop they bad at Scooby Doo. Scooby Doo them would be embarrassed. Like, <laughs> keep my name out your mouth. <laughs> for real. Um. So they trying to like catch him still for hope that this is what this is all for, and I usually forget that, but that's that's why. Um. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile. Uh, Jerry from the Matrix is trying to get a divorce from her wife so she could be with her mistress, Pam. And Luke Cage is trying to find answers to what happened with his uh, his wife, Reva. I call her Ava for like the past week. <laughs> Did and you? It was this ep- I thought her name was Ava Reva, which is oh. a stupid name. <laughs> <laughs> so was Reva Cage. Reva Cage. That sounds like, I don't know. Reva Cage. Sounds like a medicine. Yeah, it does. For like psoriasis. Or I was about to say psoriasis. Oh my God. Good <laughs> 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 oh Lord. People are probably like, this is y'all first time. Um, this is us. So Yeah. This is real. This is me. I'm exactly where I'm supposed to be now. That was a song for today. That was from Camp Rock. <laughs> this show's gone off the rails already. So yeah. Go um, on. <laughs> so let's let's talk about Luke and Reva since we just uh, dragged her name for like five minutes. Mm-hmm. So Jessica is finally forced to tell this man what mm-hmm. happened to his wife. And yes. I was very proud of his reaction because he was visibly disgusted with her. Yeah, he literally called her a piece of shit. As he should have. Mm-hmm. Because when you think, like, we talked about this last week, but I really can't get over the fact that she killed him, his wife and then fucked him. Mm-hmm. Stalked him and then fucked him. Girl. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Like, she's not a good person. No. And it seems like she tries to make amends with the bad shit that she's done. But it's like, girl, you knew that that shit was wrong when it happened, mm-hmm. when you were doing it, mm-hmm. but you were being selfish. Yeah. And didn't think about, oh, what if he found out? How would he feel? You think you care about him so much. Mm-hmm. You looking at the fucking picture in his medicine cabinet and didn't say anything. And you know, like, I can't even really blame her for smashing because... You get caught up in the heat of the moment. He is fine. He's huge. He's unbreakable. You super strong. I get it. You don't come across that a lot. Mm-hmm. I give you that. She had so many opportunities afterwards. Between that first time that they had sex and him yep. almost killing that bus driver, she had so mm-hmm. many opportunities to tell him. Exactly. I think this really just like this 
and our like footage of her trying to be a superhero, like Trish really wanted her to be this good super person. She's just not that girl. She isn't. And she's not a good, she's just not a good person. And I mean, I guess that's okay. Cause a lot of people just aren't good people, mm-hmm. but like, I, I wouldn't ever do anything like that. I don't think that I could. I would be really afraid of somebody like this amount of anxiety I would get from doing something like that and just thinking like, oh, he gonna find out, he gonna find out. Like, I would not be able to just carry on mm-hmm. and be okay with it and be able to be like sleeping with him and joking around with him and stuff like that. Like, she no. is despicable. That, that, yeah. It's a and lot it's, of mental gymnastics she, she had to do in order to think that that shit was okay. And yeah, exactly. And she just tried to continuously justify it. And just like watching her go through like this whole thing, like he wants you to help him find this dude, this boy, because the lady, his mom has some information about your dead wife. And she's just like, she was really going to see this shit through to the end and And take it and just never give it to him. Like Mm -hmm. she had absolutely no intention. Uh, like she she would show up places early mm-hmm. or you know what I mean like I think it happened like two or three times maybe twice yeah that she showed up early specifically so she could beat him there yeah so she could find out the information so he wouldn't find out and that's even worse yeah uh I can't really it's not even like it's not even like once she figured out what it was for she was like I need to tell him or she wasn't even genuinely trying to help him. Mm-hmm. You know how some people like they, when, when they say like killers, when they like serial killers and stuff, they'll like try to get caught kind of type of thing. Yeah. Like she wasn't even doing that. No, she just specifically wanted him to not find out. So he wouldn't look at her differently. And I don't even think like, even at the, like when he was confronting the bus driver, mm-hmm. I feel like if she would have been able to convince him, quickly to not kill that man that she probably still wouldn't have told him mm-hmm. i don't think so i think she only was like she had to tell him so that that man would not die mm-hmm. and that poor man for real because he didn't even do nothing like he wait he already has the con like has that on his conscience yeah that he thought that he killed somebody mm-hmm. so that's really shitty on that end as well yeah like, he thought that he killed somebody because of his drinking, and that caused him to be sober, which is good, because he shouldn't have been drinking and driving a fucking city bus. Yes. Because that was... That That's what I was going to say, was like... inevitable. <laughs> that was wrong, but... It was wrong, but he didn't kill anybody, and he had been living with this on his conscience for, what, a year and a half? Mm-hmm. And then you have this... And then she almost This big-ass black dude come and throw you through a bus fucking window. Mm-hmm. I don't know how he got up and walked away from that shit. I'm pretty sure that bus windows aren't regular windows. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I feel like it's like thicker. At least because like a windshield is not like the same thickness as your window in your house. Right. So if you get thrown through that, ouch. Yeah. Ooh. And then he was limping away. He could barely get away. Like, man. And then like Luke at one point had asked uh jessica he was like did kill gray force you to do that you touched me with the same hands that you killed my wife mm-hmm. and i think feel like with that because that really shows that he a good person because he was trying to find a reason to forgive her mm-hmm. and sadly it wasn't one <laughs> 
No, there isn't. She's fucking trash. And, and I'm actually kind of proud of her for not lying because she could have been like, yeah, Kilgrave did tell me to kill, kill her. That is Even very though, possible. Huh? I said it's possible, yeah. Yeah, but... And then, too... And it's crazy because it was a different scene where Kilgrave was just like, I didn't tell you to kill her. I said, take care of her. Mm -hmm. You killed, you decided to kill her. And I was like, yo, he's not fucking wrong. He's not. He's not. I guess in that moment, maybe (laughs) she assumed that that's Mm -hmm. what he meant. I mean, but realistically, what else could he have meant? Exactly. We knew what he meant, but still. The mind games. He never said. He was playing. Right. He never said. Cave that bitch chest. <laughs> That's exactly what she did. <laughs> oh my god! So I just wanted to. It was this one part, and I thought it was really funny because, like, my train of thought was funny mm-hmm. when Kilgrave was in the restaurant and everybody's just talking and stuff, and he's just like, he told everybody to be quiet, and I just thought of Beyonce. World, stop. <laughs> Carry on. <laughs> <laughs> he is definitely the Beyonce of the Marvel villains. <laughs> oh, for sure. For sure. Uh, what you want to talk about next? Um, let's talk about the fact that he bought her childhood home. That is so disturbing. Extremely. And in that in that scene, I was like, girl, I was like all up on the freaking TV trying to figure out what street he was on <laughs> and all of this stuff. Because I was just, I just knew. But as soon as they showed the house that he ends up buying, like the scene, like the camera cuts really quickly. So I couldn't, I couldn't really see like the address. But I was like, I just knew that he was about to buy her house and did and that was the only time he chose not to manipulate somebody right which was really interesting did we ever find out why he said that he wanted it to be legally binding basically okay and he didn't want because i mean it's not like they don't know what happened you know what i mean Mm -hmm. like he would have been able to like yeah, this nigga just mind controlled me into giving me his house, well, giving my house to him. Shit, he's smart because after going through the process of buying this house, if anybody gonna find a fucking discrepancy, it's a damn mortgage lending company. They gonna find mm-hmm. out. <laughs> so he was right because right, they would definitely come and take your shit. Exactly. I actually found out, and I don't, I mean, this is secondhand information that I got that you don't have to go through all of that. Like, you could, if, if you found a house, or something you could kind of skip out on doing a realtor and stuff mm-hmm. and you could like kind of just do it person to person and get it notarized yeah did not know that and then that way you don't have to pay like a the seller fee or whatever oh so like sell your house mm-hmm. oh, okay oh, i didn't know that. i mean i've never had to sell a house i assume that you could like you know go through and buy it and stuff without a realtor if you know how to navigation i'm sure it goes i'm sure it goes both ways yeah hmm but that was interesting information that i wanted to share i know one thing i wish a ghetto blessing like that would show up on my doorstep just a man with a duffel bag of money you could have this money tomorrow you want to be out tomorrow okay exactly bet you want me to repaint this wall white got you (laughs) whatever you need big homie (laughs) exactly exactly um and he the fact that he just studied pictures that the realtor gave him in order to find 
out exactly what the house looks like. Just the levels just of which that he is willing, like, well, I guess the lengths that he's willing to go. In order to just, like, get her. But it's just like, why, why would you think that that was a good idea? Why would I want to be back in my childhood home looking exactly the way it did before my entire family was killed in a terrible accident? Mm-hmm. I just don't, I don't know. I don't think that I would want to go back there, especially with him. Like, this is not the flex that you think it is. Because in some weird way, some sociopathic, controlling way, I really think he thinks he loves her. Mm-hmm. Definitely That's do. the scary part. Yeah. That's the absolutely scary part, that he's just like, but I love you. It is, it's so weird. And it's just like... The conversations that they were having, I think this was like mostly episode eight, but kind of episode seven. Like I wrote down like, this is expert level gaslighting. Like 100%. Everything that comes out of his mouth is just manipulative. Like Mm -hmm. he takes no responsibility for any bad thing that has ever happened because of him. And that's the wild part. Cause she's just like, you've killed people. And he was like, no, I didn't. He's like, I've never killed anybody. Like you compelled people to kill others, which is basically you killing or themselves. Because if it wasn't, yeah, because if it wasn't for your thought or you saying something, that person probably would have never killed somebody. Yeah. And I say probably because, you know, people kill people. Yeah, that's (laughs) true. Um, I don't know. I just, every time they have an interaction. I feel like we find out so much more about the both of them, but it's also just like in these moments, like he's not, he could easily be just a regular person. They could easily just be a man and a woman mm-hmm. who were in an abusive relationship. And he's like, definitely have narcissistic personality disorder, like yeah. textbook. He's a sociopath. And it reminds me of this creator on TikTok. His name is like, the narcissist dude. Yeah, him. I can't think of his at right now because it's not his name. But I be I religiously watch his like his videos. Just to, it's so interesting to hear like how narcissistic people think and like how mm-hmm. they take information and immediately think about how they can manipulate it, manipulate you with it. And that's all he does. Like, and she is such you like. And then it's even and it's even heightened because of his power, right? And so it's like he already is very manipulative. So you, he's gaslighting you into thinking like, yo, what you just experienced did not happen. And then she is, a, she has on this like victim mentality where it's just like, she takes responsibility for everything. Like she even feels responsible for Ruben's death and she mm-hmm. wasn't even there. She didn't even mm-hmm. kill him. She didn't do none of this stuff. Right. And I think that's why, um, she's like going so hard for Jesus for hope to get her out of jail. Yeah. Yeah. Because she feels personally responsible for all the bad shit that he does, which makes it even worse that she goes on this like crusade to try to make him good. So now like now, girl, you're going to be responsible for the good stuff and the bad stuff he do. Like she's taking on like way too much onto herself. 100 percent. And she should just go to therapy. Seems like she should just kill him and go to therapy. He deserves to die. I agree he with does. Simpson. Kill some people do not deserve to be alive, and he is 100%. one of them. Even though, like, yeah, she shouldn't be like judge, jury, and executioner. But what what else is what else is he gonna do? I feel like she this gonna is end a up, I'm sure a she gonna end up situation. 
She has Excuse to. Me. And I just feel like this is like that uh that episode of the of the good place when they were talking about the train and he was trying to teach uh Eleanor <laughs> ethics. You know, so kill one person or Oh no, kill a they bunch. were they were they were trying to teach what's it called? Uh Michael. Oh, okay. Yeah. This is the same thing, like Mm-hmm. she's not killing Kilgrave so that he could stand trial and they can prove that Hope did not kill her parents on her own free will. Okay, go go ahead, because I think you might be saying the same thing. Which is noble, but in the time that it's taken to do this, he's killed so many people. Right. So why not, like, Hope, by episode nine, we find out she take a deal, she get 20 years. I think she's supposed to only be 20, so she'll get out when she's, like, 40 Mm-hmm. And she's just like, I'm still going to have a life. So it's whatever at this point. Right. Just kill the nigga. Like, I don't get why. Why are we doing all of and this? Then, and then, too, what would a trial with this man look like? Like, how y'all even going to do it? Because you would have to literally muzzle him. And then they could turn around and say, oh, he didn't get a fair trial because it kind of tainted the jury's perception of him. If you walking around with this man on the, on the muzzle, mm-hmm. with a muzzle on. Yeah. If he can't get up he there and easily... talk and defend himself, then. Exactly. If he, he could manipulate the jury, mm-hmm. the judge, everybody, he could just make everybody kill themselves and boom, no, no more trial. He could literally stand up in the courtroom and say, None of y'all have ever seen me, and you don't believe mm-hmm. nothing that they just said about me. Exactly. The end. It's over. Exactly. Just like, I mean, if anything, maybe it's just kind of foreshadowing. But when he was in the freaking uh, police station, mm-hmm. if that doesn't show exactly what a trial with him would go, how a trial with him would go. Yeah. Like, I don't know what it is. Like, he was able to manipulate a freaking police station full of cops. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the crazy part about, like, his power. It's kind of limitless. Because if you're within earshot, you're in his control. Mm-hmm. It's not like he can only control one pe- person at a time. He's not even trying hard. Exactly. Because, you know, like, <laughs> in the superhero movies, which it's funny, but it'd be serious in the superhero movie. They be trying mm-hmm. all hard. They be forcing, putting their hands up, grunting, making faces. Because I can only control five people at once. But if I want to control this room of 50 people, I have to do, ugh. <laughs> he not even doing that. He just like, shut the exactly. fuck up. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, shit. I, you're not on Facebook right now. But I had put that, like, as soon as that, uh, that. Uh, restaurant scene mm-hmm. I put on Facebook I was like kill Gray be like shut the fuck up <laughs> I be quiet but when he leave I'll be talking, talking again, again. <laughs> he definitely Bebo in these streets <laughs> no for real and like nobody has anything for him because what exactly are you gonna fucking do nothing I ain't gonna lie when they brought in Brett uh, what's his last name Mahoney mm-hmm. I thought that I thought that fucking uh, what's the name was about to come up who? What are we talking about? Maddie M. I thought that that oh. was about to be her lawyer, bitch. <laughs> that's that's who she need at this point because Miss Hogarth, she got a lot of other shit going on. She, I'm I'm telling you, she was this close to being like, make my ex wife sign in. Oh papers. yeah, she would have definitely did it, and it would have been a fucking mistake. But that's because that's all she give a shit about. Mm-hmm. And let's just say Pam ain't shit either. Like, they probably deserve each other because mm-hmm. she is terrible. Yeah. Like, 
Plus, it is extremely, let's just say it is extremely tacky to propose to somebody while you still fucking legally married, mm-hmm. going through a divorce. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I am very, I mean, we talk about like feminism and all this stuff. I am so glad to see a woman in the high position, the high powerful position that's screwing her secretary. Yeah. She, I love it. I love she def- to see it. definitely the HBIC around there. For real. And she about to give Pam a lifetime of unlimited fucking wrap dresses. (laughs) (laughs) She got them joints in every fucking color suit. (laughs) She be like, babe, let's go to New York and company. Man, stay. (laughs) Oh, with that being said, I hope Wendy get everything because Jessica was wild as hell for throwing her down on them train tracks like that. Like, I know mm-hmm. she was drunk and it was actually. It was like, oh, I didn't mean to do that. Like, she's just oh. is no flying off the rails at this. Honestly, point. and I, I do, I kind of, I kind of feel bad for Wendy because you know it's that whole first wives club thing. Like, I helped you build your whole life, and then you're gonna leave me for a younger bitch and just try to be like, well, fuck you, you don't get nothing. Like, hold on, hold on. Mm-hmm. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> no, for real. Not really. So, sucks. but at the same time, though, I hope they like wrap that storyline up because it be it's dragging, it's dragging at this point. It really, it really is. And at at this point, like it's either gonna be, uh, Hogarth somehow, and I just love that she has a a um unisex mm-hmm. name because she just is very masculine. Maybe I should say. <laughs> I don't know how to explain it, but it's just like, it's funny that her name isn't like Carol. Mm-hmm. That's bitch. That's Jerry. And she going to get yeah. it to you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the, Oh, what I was going to say is shit. It keeps leaving me. Oh, she either going to have her killed or she going to have fucking what's his nuts manipulator. That's the only way I see it has this to. situation. And I ending. thought that we had been, you know, forced to watch this whole like divorce thing because she was going to let him out and it was going to play a role in her divorce or whatever. But that didn't happen. So I'm, now I'm just like, OK, why we got to keep watching this? Can y'all just go ahead and get divorced and leave us alone? Well, she disappeared. We don't know where she went after like when she ran out. And then we also don't know where he went. So I feel like they going to find themselves together at some hmm, point. Probably. Because, I mean, not that she's on his side. She's the only one that was just like, all right, we need to let this man out. Yeah. And she was the one that was, until somebody started walking up, she was the one that was about to let him out. She's so. on her own side. That's what it is. She's like, well, mm-hmm. this is wrong, but it's also probably going to make me look bad as a lawyer. And then also, I need him to help me out. So, yeah. Whatever. She's not afraid to break a few rules. Yeah. Um. Let's talk about Kilgrave's background since we we got him a little uh, origin type thing. Not not as much as we got on the Kingpin, but a good mm-hmm. amount. So basically, his powers came from experimentation, same as Luke Cage. Um, and well, Jessica was an accident. Never mind. So mm-hmm. he was abandoned by his parents. He made it seem like, you know, they just up and left him. That was not the case. Mm-hmm. He tried to kill his fucking mom. And they made it seem and he made it seem like 
they did those experiments in order to turn him into something right. when they were trying to cure right. him. Right. See, he just so he just don't have like a he, non-manipulative body bone his body at this point. Exactly, exactly. And the fact that she actually believed him was I mean, and I guess like when you only when you have the video that's supporting one side of the story, even if it's being told by a manipulative mm-hmm. person, you probably gonna. Believe and he's very it, convincing too. She came in, yeah. She came in like way too hot, like to the mm-hmm. parents. I yeah, mean. yeah. Throwing the shit like, around their room. You didn't. You didn't even. <laughs> you didn't even fucking doubt right that he was lying. To she you. was ready for their ass, and that's how you know he. Yeah, that's how you know. Like even when she was in the um cell with him and beating him up, she was just like he didn't have to do anything or say anything. He was already in control, and it's just like once you stop letting him control your actions whether he actually says something or not she's not gonna mm-hmm. get anywhere yeah he i mean he's running the show and i think like she means well mm-hmm. but she's i don't think she does she's not in control of her own emotions the way she thinks she does and she's not good at making plans because she don't want to really lean into anybody else's help or advice she just thinks she knows everything mm-hmm. like the whole like i'm gonna get myself arrested and that whole plan was stupid. That was so dumb. It was so stupid. And I feel like if she would have just talked to like Trish or Simpson or hell anybody, yeah, they would have said, no, babe, this is not going to work. But then she still would have tried to do it anyway. And then like my thing with this whole, oh my God, it's a dead body. I'm immediately guilty. I'm going to jail. Why? You had an alibi. Right. She got kicked mm-hmm. out of several bars right. all through the night. So exactly. anybody could just go like, did you see this woman? Yeah, she was here at like two o'clock in the morning, drunk as fuck. Exactly. You're absolved. Like, I don't understand. And especially, especially if there's cameras in the elevator. Right. It's cameras everywhere in the fucking city. Mm-hmm. Will was the one who got her to like the camera footage from off the street. So exactly. as soon as she was like. The only, the only way that that would be the case, like, oh, like is time missing from her alibi is if there weren't cameras in the elevator. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But she didn't have any blood on her. He had, and, and fucking um, Malcolm said this, he's like, forensics will show that it was self-inflicted. Mm-hmm. So girl. She just don't listen to nobody. Oh. That's her problem. She don't listen to no fucking body. And now everybody got to mm-hmm. clean up her, her problems. Then she going to go and tear that poor man head off his already dead body. Why the fuck was, I was so bad. <laughs> I was so mad when I saw I, that. I was not expecting, I was not expecting that. And when it happened, I was like, now why, why would you fucking Why? Why? And then he just she came in there. She has absolutely like no forethought. No. And then like. And then I just feel bad for his annoying ass sister. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Who is just never gonna know what happened, basically. Yeah. She was a cunt anyway, but still. She was a fucking bitch. <laughs> she loved her I'm brother. Like, y'all too, too much. <laughs> yeah. It was real weird. It was kinda like she was, it was his definitely, mom, but also like his lover. Oh. His lover. Ugh. Yeah. What's it, happening? Was fucking, it was definitely it was definitely given like Cersei and Jamie. Yes. Ooh. It was so weird. But I was so it, weird. She's also very pathetic because when she was like, he doesn't like the crust on his bread or whatever the fuck she was saying to Jessica, I was like, oh, you weird bitch. You finna be lonely. Yeah. <laughs> I felt bad for her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I was just like, that whole 
police precinct, even if it worked, even if you thought that you could get to Supermax. He you can, don't go to fucking, you don't go right to prison though. No, it, it's, it's not an instant thing. And then still, if that happened and they had it on record, all he would just have to go to the security person and be like, hey, erase all the footage for the last 24 hours. Mm-hmm. Now it's no proof. Like, uh, she's supposed to know so much about this person. How did you not figure that out? Yeah. She's dumb. I'm sorry. She's a dumb. Bitch. They're dumb. They all <laughs> and it just and it and that's what makes it difficult for me to like like the character. Mm-hmm. Bad. Decisions. I just don't. She makes the worst decisions, and it's just like, how have you been? How are you a PI? <laughs> right. You're making like such terrible decisions. You don't know shit about shit. Like especially about the law. Like in some situations, like the first time that they, the first time that they caught them, mm-hmm. when she was like watching him, she was very covert. They had a plan, and for the most part, it worked out. Like she knew where he was gonna be. They yeah. they were able to catch him and get away. It got messed up because they didn't know that he had a security team, which they probably should have fucking knew that. But right. I was like, okay, he got y'all this time. But I think ain't we on like the third? Time that they didn't try to capture this fool, second or this third. Is, I this don't might know. be the second time, and now obviously it's gonna have to be a third time, right? And now he, but he's not gonna, he's not gonna like let his guard down. I feel like that she should have just let Simpson and them niggas kill him. Mm-hmm. They they want to. They were ready. You wouldn't have to do anything. The blood is not on your hands at that point. So, and then the fact that Kilgrave got. DeLuca, Mrs. DeLuca, whatever to kill, like to set that bomb. He must have really couldn't stand that bitch. I laughed (laughs) when I saw that. I was like, this not supposed to be funny, but he really had the Karen go blow them up. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And the fact that like Simpson didn't realize, like she has a cell phone in her hand, carrying a bag, and she knew your name instantly. Mm Should have started running. Exactly. Instantly. Exactly. He's like, oh, Idiot. my buddies, you got to, yeah, you got them all killed. Yes. Mm-hmm. And now he all in the fucking Jason Bourne super soldier serum. I know. I'm like, ooh, what's okay. going on with this? He's going to be weeping builders in a single bound in the next episode. <laughs> exactly. I'm like, what's going on with him? Um, What else? What else? <laughs> when he, uh, when Kilgrave left the police station, he told everybody to laugh it reminded me of that episode of The Office where they were trying to leave early. <laughs> they like woke Michael up by laughing. Yeah. And he's like, oh, what's so funny? And they're like, you had to be there. He's like, ah, geography joke. <laughs> that so cracked stupid. me up. That cracked me up. Oh, I meant to mention that uh, Kilgrave's, his story reminds me of, uh, his backstory reminded me of Two things, Deadpool 2 mm-hmm. and Looper. Have you seen either of those? I just saw Looper like two months ago. Mm. So okay. Actually, no, it was in like de- December. In both of those, the villain was a, a child with abilities. Mm-hmm. And depending on wherever they were raised is the way that they turned out. So I guess this is like maybe a nature versus nurture conversation. Yeah. And Jessica kind of had that uh, with Trish. She was like, you know, if you could be with him and make him do good, 
but you have to pretty much give up your whole life, would you do it? I'd rather kill him. I'd rather kill him. If it was my child, though, I feel like I would try my best, but I would mm-hmm. ultimately probably be like kill Grave's mama at the end. I'm going to kill my baby. I'm not, I like, the mothers of serial killers and shit, Mm. Like you have to feel so fucking guilty and responsible because a lot of the times you we watched Bailey Sarian, we've watched first forty eight, all of this shit. They always have a fucked up parent or parents. It's usually a very uh, overbearing mom. Not mm-hmm. even just overbearing, but just abusive. Abusive in any type of way. It always mm-hmm. leads to that. So I don't, I don't know. I feel like. It's not anybody's responsibility to raise a grown man in life, but especially in this situation, because that's essentially what she would be doing. She would be raising him. And you don't have any, he's obviously a super manipulative person without any remorse or any qualms about doing anything nefarious. Mm -hmm. You have to live with the fact that at any given moment, he could just decide to manipulate you and you got to kill yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Like, or have other people around so that you will do what he wants, like what he did in the house with Jess. Mm -hmm. He had those two innocent people there and was just like, all right, if she don't come back, y'all got to, oh, if I don't come back, you have to peel the skin off of each other's face. And then he's like, oh, if she doesn't come, y'all have to literally keep your eyes open until she returns. Like he would torture people. Mm -hmm. I don't know where that comes from though. Like. Maybe people are like, you just, it's part of human nature, I guess. Because he said when his parents like abandoned him, he was only, what, 10? Mm -hmm. Something like that. So he basically went through life like trying to figure out like, how can I survive making people feed him, making people clothe him? I definitely think at first it was like a survival thing. Yeah. But it's and like, then, how do you learn just to be a sadistic asshole? Like you, ne- like you didn't learn at compassion. Some point, <laughs> at some point, I mean, it doesn't really seem like it. Like ain't nobody ever hugged that boy, but it definitely seems like eventually you would get bored if you have that talent, I guess. Mm-hmm. And if you never taught, if no, no one ever taught you how to be a good person, then it would be easy to just be like, I'm going to just manipulate people to get what I need. And then once you have all your needs are met, it's like, well, I guess I can start manipulating people to get what I want. Yeah. I'm trying to think if my six-year-old had those powers because she's so emotional and just, she's very kind. But she can also be very fucking selfish. <laughs> I def- I feel like Pharaoh would be a villain. <laughs> she, I think so. And it's crazy because I'm not assuming even... that they like were loving parents up until a certain point until they, you know, tried to start this experimentation of his life. So I'm sure like before that they hugged her, like I hug her all the time. But sometimes mm-hmm. like she'll see her sis, like the dog. I told you the dog was jump. We got a great Dane puppy. She don't know how to act yet. I have a three-year-old. She looked like a two toy. So the dog was like getting wild with Yara. And Farrah, as sweet as she is, was just sitting there watching. And I was like, help your sister. Like, hello. <laughs> it's not clicking. Right. So I just feel like he probably, he might have been sweet. But 
you're still a kid. So you really only think about yourself. And then if you don't have anybody back there telling you like, hey, don't do that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. As loving as they could have been, he probably would still have and turned I out also, crazy. And I also think that some people also just have like a snapping point. Yeah. Or like it's like a, a moment in their life that just like a, a switch just flips. Mm-hmm. And once he realized, like he might have felt like it, you know what? In his brain, in his freaking like twisted ass mind, and he's gotten so many people to do what he's wanted for so long, he probably did think that they just abandoned him and they were experimenting on him just for the sake of it. Yeah. And I'm sure it's like, when you are going through like life and you're seeing other people like parents with their kids and you seeing like the kids be bad but the parents still stay you probably do get bitter like mm-hmm. they fucking left me and you know uh i can't remember who said this it might have actually been like louis ck who said that your ex- your memories are changed by your experiences mm-hmm. or something like that he said so basically when you try to remember something on how it was, you're viewing it through the lens of who you are now. So mm. the person that he is now probably just kind of perverted all of his memories of his parents to be like, he, like I said, he probably definitely believes that his parents was abusive and crazy and did this, that, and the third when it wasn't, when it really wasn't that I wonder, like, like he just he just struggled and had so many hardships to get to where he is, yeah. and so now now it's like my parents abused me. <laughs> yeah, and then shit, like you said, like if he's been thinking this, and then when you see that footage, you mm-hmm. probably was just like, yeah, that's that's what happens. Here go to proof. So maybe he did believe that when he told Jessica. Mm. I really think he did. Mm. I wonder like what would have happened if his mom had not tried to stab him. Cause it seemed like I he was having too. a very emotional reaction to her and he was, he showed genuine real emotion to me. He was crying. Yeah. And, and you know. he was just like, I didn't mean to hurt you and all of that stuff. Like, and he did, he did say like, I was a child. I threw a tantrum, even though 10 years old is very old to be throwing a damn it tantrum. Is. Maybe it's different for white people. It is. But if I was 10 years old throwing a damn tantrum, my parents would have had my ass on the And 10 year olds be big. Like you, that's not really a little kid. I was tall as shit when I was 10 years old. I was probably like five, two. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You almost the size of, you the size of some adults. So mm-hmm. I wore the same size shoe at ten years old that I do. Yeah, now. I'm pretty sure I did too. So I was definitely not small. Like you a kid, but you still posed a threat <laughs> to these people, mm-hmm. especially with your ability. So a- exactly, exactly. Give them a little bit so, of a break. I don't know. I kind of feel like I understand the mom because she's probably just like you know. He had lost calls at this point, and I, mm-hmm. I just after being in that uh, that group, that uh, victims group, and listening to all their mm-hmm. stories, she was probably just like, "It's no way that you can come back from this shit." And fucking Jessica, bitch, if his mama want him dead, hello, she made him. <laughs> I cannot fathom coming to the point where I want my child, the one that I made from scratch, to be dead. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So unless they were. T- Terrible right movie. so if the mama think he be she should be dead i mean she made him who are you girl like who are right. you to say that he don't deserve that 
And I understand, I definitely understand that the only reason that that nigga is not dead is to help Hope. But if Hope wants to fucking be okay, if she is okay Mm -hmm. with being in prison for the next 15 to 20 years. Mm -hmm. I just, whatever. And at this point, she basically, I I also feel like she's playing with Hope's life Mm -hmm. in order to come to terms with whether or not she's a good person. Yeah. It's all very and to get revenge. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's it's to get revenge for herself. Mm-hmm. It's to show that she's not a bad person for killing Reva. Mm-hmm. It it's like five percent about helping hope. Yeah, fifteen percent. Yeah, that was the but catalyst. It's mostly, but it's mostly about getting revenge on her abuser and rapist. Yeah, which is understandable, but don't make it seem like you are mostly doing this for hope, and don't make it seem like I don't know. Don't play with her life like that, because. She's the one that's on the inside. She the one that's going to be basically dying in prison if you fuck up. Yeah. Um, mm. So, yeah. Well, I was going to say something else. Um, Oh, about like the whole like rape part. I feel like it it would be just so maddening to talk to somebody and to be like, yeah, we made love. And you're just like. Motherfucker, you raped me. I didn't want to do that. And it's like, you Mm -hmm. know you told that girl to have sex with you. You had to say it. Because I feel like in 97% of the sexual encounters I have had in my life, I have never had no man say to me, we about to have sex now. Have sex with me. That's not how consensual sex works. Exactly. You know if somebody is consenting. Mm -hmm. And the woman, if anybody, is going to say, let's have sex the man never says that so how have you convinced yourself that you didn't rape these women when you absolutely did and i think that he's very delusional because he thinks that like the just like he thinks that he's never murdered anybody yeah i think that him having this power has like kind of twisted his sense of reality and Mm -hmm. he just actually thinks that people want to be around him and people want to do these things for him with him to him and he's just like he can convince himself that like I didn't do that. Yeah. Gaslighter of the fucking He'd be gaslight himself. <laughs> Girl. It's fucking rare talent. He's a fucking psychopath. Oh my god. But uh, I don't know. I feel like a- a- as a villain I think he's incredible and he's menacing. He is. And I I think it's a fun idea to think about like what happens to the human psyche when you can just have whatever you want? Like, as a human being, like, we, I just honestly think that we were never meant to have as much power as people have been given, mm-hmm. especially as imperfect human beings. Yeah. Because every single person, it does not matter if they are a fucking saint mm-hmm. or just a normal, regular you know gray area type of being if somebody gives you an inch you gonna take a fucking mile oh yeah you are gonna see how much you can get away Mm -hmm. with and it's your upbringing and you're basically like your moral compass that will like okay how far am i willing to go right but people do really shitty stuff on the day-to-day basis give them a little bit of this power and they gonna run with it. Oh yeah. And I mean, that's not even saying that people are inherently bad, 
but people are good as long as they have the the circumstances and situations to be good. A lot of people are good because they have to be. Exactly. Like they don't really but have if the you choice. Had that, but if you had that power that would basically automatically just put you on top of everybody else, you would basically be the top of the food chain. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not like a physical superpower, but... You can manipulate yourself into some really good positions, basically. And it takes away, like, any motivation that you have to, like, get to know people, to get people to like you, to Mm -hmm. learn skills. Like, you don't, you literally don't have to do none of that shit. And then... You really don't. Another thing that he mentioned was, like, how he, she's the only thing that he's ever, like, yearned for. Because mm-hmm. everything else he's a- been able to easily have. And, and that's the only reason why he wants her also. <laughs> yeah, that's true. And he wants her to be there on her own will. But it, it's still distorted. It's still not of her own will. But he's tricked himself into thinking that it is. But mm-hmm. what I also want to bring up is like, I was thinking about this. And most of life is struggle and work to get something. That's what fills up mm-hmm. like 97% of our time. And so yeah. if you don't have that, you just have all this free time. And then it's like, also our very like existence is about like yearning. We're trying to build the future because we want to go to this vacation. We want to buy this thing. We want to be this person. And so mm-hmm. that's all like, that's all we have, but he don't have that. And so I guess that exactly. kind of would make you a little crazy. I mean, just imagine the type of entitlement that rich white men have in this country. That's what he has plus mind control. Yeah. That's literally just like the making of a narcissist because you don't have to want for anything. Yeah. You don't have to make people like you because people are going to like you, whether it's because of the money or because of the power, people are going to like you. Mm -hmm. And you don't have to wait for shit either. Because mm-hmm. even if you have like, oh, uh, a friend and I, I need you to get me this, even if they agree, you still have to wait until they go and do that and work that into their schedule and get it to you eventually. He could be like, go get this for me right now. And nothing else matters in their mind. So exactly. You know what he needed? Hmm. Uncle Ben. With great power comes great responsibility. That's yeah, all he fucking needed. he definitely needed. did. He definitely did. That's all I, I started thinking about rice. I'm not going to lie. What? Uncle Ben. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Um, so, yeah. I'm like, he needs some rice. <laughs> he needs some milk. <laughs> exactly. So, yeah. So, the next... Four episodes are going to wrap up this show. And I'm thinking from what I remember, which is not much, somehow they're going to catch him again. It'll be the third time. And mm-hmm. hopefully they do the right thing because. And I was also thinking this while I was watching like the last episode. I hope they wrap it up and it doesn't become like a second season of them still trying to figure out how to capture this nigga. Yeah. I I can't remember much of anything from the second season. I'm trying so. to remember <laughs> Handmaid's Tale is like that. Mm. Whereas just like, oh, we got to get out of Gilead. And then she'd be right fucking there, right on the fucking border. And then, then she'd be like, oh, I got to go back because my daughter is still in there. 
Literally every fucking season. Oh, my God. Every fucking season. And it's just like they literally at the end of every – well, at the beginning of each season, they just reset the chess pe- this chessboard. And it's just like absolutely infuriating to watch because it's just like how, how long are we going to have to watch this? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like wrap it the fuck up. Yeah. <laughs> and that's what I hope – I hope she has more villains to fight. I kill season one was Killgrave. Love that for her. Mm-hmm. Don't want to go into season two. Still talk about this man. Facts. That is that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So what are we watching? Let's talk about Moon Knight episode four. Um, Brittany, I didn't take any uh notes Ooh. because I know. <laughs> I was just watching it and enjoying it, and I was like, oh, yeah. I literally wrote one sentence down. I had my notepad up and everything, and I was just like. I, too, have a confession. I took about two sentences worth of notes, but that's because the whole episode, I was like, what the fuck am I watching? So I had to go back. Yeah, I was very confused. Usually, like, for the past three weeks, I've been trying to, like, stay away from the nerd videos because I want to just, like, have my own Mm -hmm. experience. This week, I threw all that shit out the window. I watched several YouTube videos because I was like, oh, what's good. going on? What is happening good. right now? I, I read some stuff on YouTube. I'm not on YouTube, on w- Wikipedia, because I don't think we ever did a, a deep dive on the Moon Knight character. But I don't think so either. I had I just like read a little bit. to. I was like, maybe this will explain. Mm-hmm. But So this episode was adapt- adapted from one of the Moon Knight comics where uh-huh. he actually like the same thing happened. He woke up in a mental institution and it wasn't the way that it seemed to be so on the one hand like i'm happy that that explanation was out there and i'm also happy that i did not know that until afterwards because i feel like i would have watched it and i would have knew what was gonna happen exactly but um so in the last episode mark uh and kanju turned the sky back did that whole thing Kanchu mm-hmm. got imprisoned and they Layla and Steven were like left in the desert. So this episode picked up right after that. And um they made it to Amit's like the dig site or whatever. Mm-hmm. And the um they found the Amit statue inside of the tomb of Alexander, Alexander the Great. The Great. And I one of one of my thoughts was like, damn, this movie is like national treasure. I didn't write it down, but I remember thinking that, like, damn, this would have been a really good national treasure plot. I'm gonna steal the statue of Amit. <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> yeah, it definitely gave me those vibes. And then when they were like hiding from the the mummy, I was mm-hmm. like, Oh, this bitch, this is scary. <laughs> no, I was so scared. And like I wish I would have watched it at night, because I watched it yesterday kind of oh no no no. this was on friday i watched it and it was like still bright and sunny outside and the in the episode was so dark yeah that it was hard to see it i was like oh i wish i would have watched this at night i probably would have been scared same we watched it in the (laughs) middle of the day and we was looking at the tv like what they doing exactly it was like that episode (laughs) that episode of uh game of thrones where everybody was like damn somebody turned the light on couldn't see shit I remember that episode. I watched it in a completely dark room and I still feel like I couldn't see what was going on. Which is which makes sense though because they said that that episode was supposed to be shot basically at the dead of night like two o'clock in the morning. Mm. Like that's the for the action that's what time it was supposed to be happening. Okay. So it's like there wouldn't have been that much light. 
but still like I couldn't see shit. <laughs> it was a submersive experience. In that case, I was on the battlefield too. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Um, so I thought that that mummy scene was good. That was way more gruesome than what we're used to with these uh, MCU TV shows. Mm-hmm. It was definitely giving me some uh, Marvel Netflix vibes. No, for real. Yeah. For real. I was so scared. I was like, oh my God, they go find her. <laughs> Got us a little jump scare in there. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Arthur, that's that's Ethan Hawke's character name, right? He finally- No, it's Killian. <laughs> He's finally and every every team. single time, every single time you say that that's Ethan Hawke, I just be like, oh yeah, that's not Guy Pierce. <laughs> every single fucking time, I do this every week. His name okay. is not Guy Pierce. Right. <laughs> um, he finally like kind of spills some tea to Layla and says that he, well, he implies that Mark is probably the one that killed her daddy. And mm-hmm. so we found out that her daddy was actually an archaeologist. And he believed that the gods, the Egyptian gods, still walked among us. People thought he was crazy. Turned mm-hmm. out he was right. And then I think, was it, who, what tomb were they digging up? I forgot. They they were on site somewhere. And then. Mm. I don't, I don't to, remember. It had to have been Khonshu. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe it was the Khonshu uh, dig site. And then, yes, it was. Because Mark, when he, when she confronted him about it later, he's like, oh, my partner, you know, went rogue, shot up everybody. And then left him for dead too. Right. So, I mean, if that's what's happening, then, mm-hmm. you know, hopefully she forgive him. But I, I don't I don't really know. I don't know if I believe it. Everybody be lying, so. Everybody is lying. Only yeah. only honorable person is Steven. He yes. might not even be a real person. Right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Which is very shitty. <laughs> Ooh, speaking of Steven. So, I feel different. I, I kind of feel differently about my, um, what did I call it? My two boyfriends uh, mm-hmm. thing, because when they kissed, I was like, it's kind of weird. It was so awkward, which is so disappointing because I feel like they have so much chemistry. And it was like, she kind of feeling him and he definitely feeling her because it looked like he had never been touched by a girl before. <laughs> and <laughs> they finally kissed and he put like both his hands on her shoulders. And it was like a little, uh, <laughs> like a little bird mouth. It was so bad. The kids yeah. were so bad. <laughs> I wouldn't want... To, I think that he just has the intellectual and like the really sweet, soft side that she would want. Mm-hmm. That's it. None yeah. of the passion. Yeah. I, I feel like at the... At, I feel like at the end of the kiss, she was disappointed too. But she just mm-hmm. rolled with it. And I exactly. thought it was, it was hilarious that Mark was mad. <laughs> <laughs> and he punched himself. Yeah. That was cute. That was really funny. Um, so that whole thing happens. He finds, finds the thingy and then Arthur shoots him and kills him. Which before we move on from Alexander the Great, because I didn't know, because I was like, this is random. Then I started watching the YouTube videos and they were talking about how he was from Macedonia. Macedonia. And then he became really enamored with Egyptian culture. And I was like, oh, was he like the first cultural appropriation king? Because how you just decide that you Egyptian now? And you Was he an appropriator or appreciator? I feel like the fact he, that- Well, he, he was trying to conquer everybody, so definitely an appropriator. Yeah, and I feel like the fact that he was allegedly, or in this thing, buried Egyptian style, and he was mm-hmm. not Egyptian, I think that that's moving us to appropriation. <laughs> But I wonder if he was only buried that way because he was an avatar. 
Yeah. In this, in the TV show, yes. In real life, no. But, yeah. No, yeah. I know. I'm sure if that was real, sure they wouldn't be fucking speaking from him. So I wonder if he was a, was he a conqueror because he was an avatar or did that happen afterwards? I think it happened afterwards. I think he probably, although I do not know, he was doing his conquering shit. Then he gets to Egypt. He like, oh, this shit wrong. And then he find out about Amet and becomes her person, her avatar. And then he probably just did that until he died. That should be very interesting to... I mean, if this was real history, I'm sure I could find something on it. But they just made this shit up, so I wouldn't even know. Honestly, if this was real, it, it would be cool. In, in one aspect. It's cool. I like when you know, science fiction explains things that happen in real life. Like, that's probably why I like The Eternal so much. Mm-hmm. But on the other hand, I would never want to live in the MCU. It's super no. ghetto. I don't understand. It's even worse than regular America. Somehow. They made it. They made it Somehow, happen. they made that shit happen. Mm-hmm. But, like, if you think about it, because, like... I saw- um, sorry, sorry, but imagine our existential crisis is <laughs> living in the MCU. Ten times worse. A For celestial sure. just popped out of the Pacific Ocean, but you want me to go to work? Um, what? Like, mm, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think I'm going to do that. <laughs> All right, but continue your thoughts. Oh, I was just going to say that the uh, MCU Earth is probably so fucked up. Uh, I saw somebody on TikTok was like, you know, when he changed the, the sky, the tides was probably fucked up. It was probably like hurricanes and shit. All oh. of that. Yeah, because the, the moon and shit, that determines the weather. That, it, mm-hmm. Everybody, period, was fucked up. It was <laughs> probably terrible. <laughs> Damn. See, you didn't think about that. I would never want to so live crazy. on that earth. <laughs> That's so crazy. I, did he turn it back? I don't know. Or did he just stuck in the same, like, I don't know if it 2,000 years ago? Yes. Doctor Strange probably somewhere stressed the fuck out. <laughs> no, Wong is. Man. Right, Wong, Wong is. Stressed is. Out. What the fuck is going on right now? <laughs> uh, like, I did not sign up for this shit. So, okay. So, after that happens, he uh, he shoots him in the chest like three times. He fell mm-hmm. into some water. Wakes up in a mental hospital. And Prince as soon like, as he woke up in the mental hospital, I was just like, this can't be real. It looks way too sterile. Yeah. Doubt that they be giving people fucking cupcakes at the like just regular ass nice looking cupcakes in the mental hospital. No. And it just did not look real. Every single detail in it was like something that had happened in the like the previous couple episodes. Mm-hmm. And so that's why I was just like, okay, this is like I don't believe that this is all happening in his head. Because that's what Prince was like. He was like, what if all this shit happened in his head? And I was like, I'll be mad. I would want to stop watching. I hate yeah, shit like that. For sure. Then we went into a whole tangent about movies that <laughs> movies that are like that. Mm-hmm. Specifically Twilight. And I know you haven't seen these. Yeah, spoil it. I don't care. Spoil it. The, uh, the last movie. Mm-hmm. The, the people like, okay. So they fucked and they had like a human vampire baby. Right. And, like, the vampire authority was like, y'all can't have human vampire babies. So we got to kill that bitch. And they was mm-hmm. like, no. So they got all their friends. And then all the vampire authority people, they was finna fight so that they could kill the baby. 
And so mm. they had this whole battle, people's heads getting ripped out, people mm. getting burnt up, everybody dying, fucking crazy. Then all of a sudden we found out that none of that shit happened. It was a premonition of what could happen if they don't talk about each other's feelings and be nice. And when I tell you I was in the theater mad, <laughs> pissed off, <laughs> because you just made me watch a 20 minute action sequence that didn't that actually didn't even happen. happen. <laughs> So if this, I don't think that that's the case. I don't think that they're going to be like, didn't oh, they do crazy. that in like the walking dead too? Uh, I don't think so. I don't, I don't know. I, I didn't, I stopped watching it, but it was like, um, a few years ago, it was like a, uh, what's it called? A trailer, I guess for the season. And it was like, what's the name waking up? And people are like, I swear to God, if all of this was in his head, like just a oh. dream. I don't think so, but I haven't watched it in years, so I don't know. Could have happened. Who knows? I'm trying to think of what what show has done that. It happens a lot. Like it is, it is a very common trope. I think that people thought that Game of Thrones would be like that, like it was all a story. Mm. No, I hate but, stuff like that. Don't waste because I feel like you wasted my time. And it's also not very. It's not very good storytelling. No, and it's cheap. the only the only one that did it well, I guess, was Princess Bride. But that was like you already knew that it was a story from the beginning. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See, I don't mind if it's like, oh, this was a bedtime story, and we was reading the story, but you told me that in the beginning. I'm fine with that. Mm-hmm. But, but don't have like play it all out and no. everything, and then be like, it was only just a dream. No, and I feel like they do that because, I, especially in the situation of Twilight, I think they just wanted to like have a battle scene that they needed that to be in the movie, and that's why they did it, and they wanted to like do this crazy stuff, but not commit to killing any characters. Oh, now that's just lazy. I don't like that. Don't be was pussy. It, Kill him. Was it? Yeah. Was it like that in the books too? I can't <clears> remember. <throat> I read the books in like high school and I don't think mm. the movies came out until like years after that. So I don't remember. <laughs> but I don't, I don't think that that's happening. I think that. I say he was in the sunken place. Yeah. It seems like he's like in purgatory or some type of like coma in between state. And that's, you know. He gonna get out eventually. I also was wondering if this, if it's some type of like power that um, Haro has, Haro. Mm. Because maybe I mean he was like it was all it was his people mm-hmm. that were like the orderlies, mm-hmm. and it was other people that were just like. I guess the people that were in Steven's life, I didn't know all of them, mm-hmm. but the people that was in Steven's life, it seemed like they were the ones that were in the asylum. They were patients, but the orderlies were Arthur's people. Yeah. And he was like, get them. And he was trying to manipulate Mark into thinking that he was actually in a in an asylum and all of this stuff. Mm-hmm. So that's what made me think like maybe it's some type of power. Yeah, it could be Haro or it could be Ahmed. Like, she yeah. could be doing something. Um, and then I know the hippo lady, uh, Tara, some, I can't remember how to pronounce it. I was watching videos earlier, but mm-hmm. she's supposed to be like the goddess of fertility and rebirth. So mm. I'm thinking that maybe she is like trying to like help him unify his consciousness so right. that he could be resurrected. Because Mark and Steve like give each other a hug. This is like, 
their best buddies. This is the first time they have not they're, been fighting. <laughs> right. And it's like a, a cute little bromance. Yeah. I'm mad that they didn't let the third personality out of the sarcophagus, though. And that's why I was doing research because I've been seeing people mention a name and I was like, mm-hmm. oh, because I obviously didn't watch the show for two days. So I was like, oh, maybe like a third personality or third person like came out. But then I was watching the show and nothing. So yeah. I was like, oh, so y'all just comic book readers like ruining it for everybody else. Got yeah, that, that's what's happening. Yeah. <laughs> cool. I wish that they would let them out. I didn't think that it made any sense for them not to, but maybe it's because it was shaking so aggressively that they were both scared of them. Mm-hmm. But I feel like if Steven was in a uh, sarcophagus, then in the other sarcophagus would just be another one of your personalities. And not... But if they're not aware of it, yeah, if they're not aware of a second person, then, or a third person, I should say, mm-hmm. then they're probably just like, yeah, I don't know about that. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I get it. Um, so, yeah, I, I think my guesstimation as to what's going to happen next is that they're going to unify and even one of two things I think might happen. Layla might go and free Khonshu so that Khonshu can resurrect Mark before he's all the way dead and then mm-hmm. he'll come back and save the day. Or they're going to become the avatar of the hippo lady. And she gonna bring him back to life so that he could go free Khonshu and save the day. But next episode is the fifth episode, right? Mm-hmm. I hope we get. I I read somewhere that we might get more backstory. Mm. So yeah. fingers fucking crossed. Yeah, hopefully we <laughs> figure out like what actually is going on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. I hope so because I mean I'm enjoying it. Like I. I'm enjoying the action and everything, but just like you said last week, it's just kind of like, all right, now I need, I need more than just action. I need something of some, you know, some substance Yeah. so that I can make an actual decision on whether or not this show was good. <laughs> yes, exactly. I'm also interested in like getting this MCU connection because we on episode four, we haven't Mm-hmm. not connected to nothing yet so ooh, exactly i'm wondering i i feel like it'll either be black panther or eternals that is connected to yeah and egypt was one of the early civilizations so i'm pretty sure they were there chilling too and then well it could maybe dr strange too because by the time dr strange comes out all six episodes will be out so it's, it comes out the last episode is the week Doctor Strange comes out, huh? Mm-hmm. Have you got your ticket? Have you gotten your ticket? I did. Me too, I bought my tickets yesterday. So I bought mine on Friday, which is crazy because the we're going on Monday at seven p.m. and the whole theater was still like nobody had bought any tickets. Um, in the AMC downtown theater, it was it was um I don't like that one. Why not? What happened? It don't have Dobie, does it? Mm-hmm. Was your tickets Dobie? I don't remember. They don't have recliners. Well, at least the I one that I went to. I think they got recliners. The one that I went to, I went to go see Spider Man at that one, and they didn't have recliners, and it was like a regular. Oh no! Theater. I'm, I'm gonna have to call because that's the deal breaker. I will get a refund. I, no. I need the recliner. <laughs> exactly. Not doing it without it. <laughs> I know. I actually, I picked a further away. Uh, <laughs> 
<laughs> I picked a further away theater because the one that was the AMC that was closest to us didn't have Dobie and didn't have recliners. And I was like, Mm-mm, no, baby. Oh. So, yeah, I went and picked the further away one in a later show because they had seats together. Honestly, like if it's not a recliner seat, I would rather watch the movie at home. Because them mm-hmm. movie theater seats are not comfortable. I don't know how we put up with that for so long. Because we ain't know no better. Oh, they got me so messed up now. I can't. For real. You should do the one in Tempe. That one I'm sure has the that, the Adobe. That's the thing, though. Like, we're going on a Monday night and we got kids. So. Oh, you going with them? No, my, my brother's going to watch them, but they got to go to school the next day. We're going to be real fucked up. We're going to see the movie, though. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's Even... all that matters. <laughs> The one at Westgate shouldn't be too far from y'all either. That has reclining seats? Yeah, that's the one I used to always go to. Oh, that is pretty close to us. Yeah, I feel like it might be closer than going downtown. Obviously, we should have had this conversation before. I know. <laughs> you know what's so funny? I was just thinking, me and you just on the FaceTime call at this point. Honestly, a lot of times I forget that we are actually recording the show and I just be talking to you. So. <laughs> I think that means that we need to wrap this shit up. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) If you made it to the end, thank you so much for hanging out with us. We are the South Side of Wakanda podcast. And this was our Jessica Jones episode six through nine rewatch or watch initial watch for me. (laughs) Next week we will complete. No, that is for Daredevil. Sorry. Next week. Oh, yeah. No, next week we will complete uh, discussing episodes 10 through 13. Actually. Next week we're gonna not record. Oh wait, right. We, we have, have a break a next break. week. Yes, and Please. then we'll be back. Then we'll be back with Jessica Jones and a Doctor Strange bonus episode. Hey, finally, hey, hey, finally, hey, I can hey. stop listening before we go. I just want to tell y'all when I'm scrolling on TikTok now, I'm seeing so Doctor Strange and Multiverse of Madness scroll swipe. <laughs> this one detail in the trailer swipe swipe. I look. I don't want to know. Yo, shit. I've been I've been dodging fucking uh, spoilers like dan- like I'm dancing like Lil Kim. Like I just been. It's so hard, and I'm like I'm so proud of myself. Same thing with Thor: Love and Thunder. I have not watched no trailer breakdowns. I watched the trailer Mm-mm. twice. That's it. Just let me see the movie. I, I can't. I saw it, it once. I watched it once, and then I was just like, all right, that's good enough. And I barely want to watch that because I was like, y'all showing too much. But it's like, but I don't know what the op- opposition is going to be like. Yeah. That one I'm just more excited for. This one, like, we've gotten so much multiverse shit. Mm-hmm, and I'm just mm-hmm. like, I'm just ready for it. Just show me the movie. Yes. I don't want to speculate no more. But Exactly. Two more weeks. Okay, y'all. Bye. Uh-oh. Think about us when we go. Bye. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs>